We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The hottest next tape you'll find online. Next all day. We bleed blue and orange. This is Knicks Fan TV, your one-stop shop for the ultimate New York Knicks fan experience. News, rumors, debates, post-game live streams featuring live callers. Let's go Knicks, baby! And now, your host, CP, the NY Fanatic. Yo, 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 what is going on, Knicks Nation, Knicks Fan TV crew, family alike? It is us here. So hopefully, uh, you know, bring back some of the the moods and tempers of us falling exactly where we were supposed to fall <laughs> in the draft lottery that we just um, got to witness all together. Um, it's your boy uh, CK2K, but I'm here with more important people than I and none other than Mr. Chip Murphy. I'm pointing this way, but I think he's somewhere else on y'all stream. But you see none other than Mr. Chip Murphy right over there. And, you know, you got my guy. Alex Tutars right here with me. We're gonna we're gonna try, you know, to to bring back some of the moves because I saw you guys on Twitter going absolutely eight nuts uh, by us <laughs> falling in some of y'all eyes falling at eleven. Well, we were supposed to be at eleven. We had a two percent chance of going up. Uh, we had a higher percentage of being here. There was even a possibility of in a Knicks fashion going down to twelve. So we need to be happy that we're sitting at eleven. But fellas, um, like I said, I, I answered Alex's tweet saying I was expecting to be at eleven. That was where my mind was at. Uh, I don't know how you guys are feeling, but Alex, Chip, how are you guys feeling um, with us picking at 11? I'm good. I'm fine. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm fine with it, honestly. Because, mm-hmm. look, the, as, you, as you said, CK, we didn't move down. But, like, what, like the, we saw the odds, right? You had Fred Katz who tweeted the, who tweeted the odds for us. It was one yeah. through four uh, where we had the chance to, like, a 2% chance to go up there. Five through 10 was not realistic. No percent no ability to go there. It was either 11 or we drop. We didn't drop. Stay at 11. So you know what? It's a win. Because guess what? It's either we drop <laughs> yep. or it's worse. Yep. But I feel like in this draft too, um, like even though we wanted to be in the top four, I don't know, man. I'm kind of fine with 11. We'll get into some of the mock drafts right now that I got on my screen. It ain't looking too bad, man. It ain't right. looking too bad. So I'm kind of happy where we're at. What about you, Chip? Talk to us, Chip. Yeah, this draft's deep. Yeah, yeah. I mean, getting into that top four with those guys there with uh, Holmgren, Paolo, Ivy, that group there would have been really nice. But I think we're still going to get a good player. And this front office has proven they can get a good player anywhere in the draft. So I'm not upset about it or anything. Even if we had moved down to 12, I wouldn't have been like super pissed off or anything. It would have been a bummer, but it's like wouldn't have been the end of the world. Like we were saying before we came on here, nothing's going to top 2019 so it it it's really not that big a deal yeah man we we, the other thing is go ahead no i was gonna say like but the other thing that we should keep in perspective like we got walt perrin man the last couple of drafts walt perrin who could we draft it we have a man quickly obi toppin we got jericho sims miles mcbride rokas yukabitis and we also uh, and quentin grimes man solid draft so you know what we got good players, solid role players as of right now on this team. If anything, if we keep believing in Walt Perrin, they should be able to turn this 11th pick into another solid pick. So I'm not too worried either. Yeah, for sure. No, and that, that's why I'm looking at it like that. You know, we're, we're in the lottery regardless. We kind of set that table with the run that we 
kind of went on to close out the season. So, you know, to, to, to hope and then believe that, you know, we could jump up on a 2%, uh, it, it, it's, it's wild. You know, it's absolutely wild. Don't make yourself more frustrated than you need to be, Knicks fans. Uh, you know, like just go into it, you know, looking at the, the pieces that could possibly fall into us at 11. We're going to talk about that here because there's a lot of names that are earlier on in the season we were expecting to possibly be picked in the top five, top eight, you know, those kind of uh, spots that could possibly fall down to that same 11 spot that we're at. Um, and right now the Knicks need anything. I know a lot of us are looking for that possible point guard of the future for us. Not sure if that is in this draft. I think at this point we just draft um, a guy that can possibly be a part of this team um, and help us out right now if you know Tom Thibodeau is going to let him. But you know what I mean. Like I, I don't think that you know searching hoping that we can make a gamble on any of these point guards is necessarily the move. I mean, like you were just talking about, Alex, there's, uh, you know, Tankathon that has us uh, picking a big um, at that 11 spot. And me and Chip were talking about earlier, we're kind of fans of that with the unknown future that is uh, surrounding Mitchell Robinson. You know, people are feeling one way or another. Will Mitch resign? He's going to be unrestricted. It's up to him. He can choose wherever he wants to go. Yeah, I'm sure he might want to stay a Nick. But if there's a team that has the bag that's going to throw it at Mitch Robinson, this dude has not made a solid paycheck for the kind of play that he's had throughout the uh, the beginning of his uh, young NBA career um, yet. So if he goes and chases the bag, we got to high five him and let him go because it makes sense. But at the same time, it would be nice for uh, for us to hope that the Knicks would go after Mitch Robinson. But there's a there's a reality where Mitch Robinson might not be in a Knicks uniform next year. So to look at guys like Jalen Duran and uh, Mark Williams from the Duke, there's, it, it makes sense. Uh, so I... Chip, I want to start with you because, we, we, you know, we kind of were both uh, thinking the same thing that, you know, it's not crazy to go after Jalen Duran at 11. Uh, what's your thoughts on uh, going after a big at the, with the 11th pick? Yeah, I feel like this is going to turn into like a Jalen Duran or, or Mark Williams discussion going yeah. more towards the draft. And I, I like both those guys. Uh, I really think Williams came on towards the end of the season. Like he showed a lot more than being a rim running big. And I think he can be... You know, he's kind of polarizing, but I think he can be more than just a guy who takes lobs and dunks like Robinson. And I know there's like a thought process, like if you take one of these guys, they're just, you're just replacing Mitch with another mm -hmm. Mitch. That's what a lot of people think. I think that Williams and even Duran too can do more than Mitch can. And look, yeah. like you're, people are going to say like, oh, you're taking a project to replace Mitch. Mitch is a project, too. And he's significantly older, than not significantly older, but he's older than these guys. And you're going to get these guys on a rookie deal. And like you said, you're going to have to pay Mitch. It's, it sounds like it's shaping up like the Pistons are going to give Mitch the back. Like, the, wow. you've seen they're seriously interested in him. And I'm not interested in throwing the kind of money that they are interested in throwing at him. Now, that can't play a part in who you draft. But if you look at the things that Duran has done and that Williams has done, like... Obviously, Durant's defense, and Williams' defense, too. He was ACC Defensive Player of the Year. As much as I like Williams, uh, Durant may have more upside, so it depends on how you want to look at that. But they're both just such good defensive prospects. I don't think you can go wrong with either one. I, I, I understand people saying, like, okay, Tom Thibodeau, rookie center, is he really going to start that guy? Probably not. But I, I don't think you can base your draft on Tom Thibodeau either. I think... Most importantly, you need to take the best player available. And if Duran or Williams is the best player available, I don't think you should say, oh, because he's a big guy, we can't take him. And I like both of those guys. And I think you should go with either one of them if they're there. And I, I think, honestly, I think it's a coin flip right now. Yeah. Uh, Alex, so, so yeah, you, I mean, <laughs> both of them averaging around 17. Uh, Duran was at 17 flat. Uh, Williams was at 17.1, I think. Both of them around uh, 11 to 12 rebounds. But to me, the the, the key was, you know, Jalen Duran is, to me, he's a little bit more mobile at that center yeah. position because he get, you know, gets the steals. 1.3, 1.2 steals. I'm going off the dome right now. Three blocks for Jalen Duran. And then, you know, Mark Williams with the 4.3. Oh, Williams blocks. plays with guys who got a lot of steals, though. Not that's, the, that's a very, not, not very yeah. true. Very very, very, very true. Um, but yeah, but I, what, what's your thoughts on that? I just, there's the possibility of a, a, a fan favorite in Johnny Davis dropping down there as well. Um, so, you know, there's still wings that we could be picking up. Uh, Jeremy Sochan, like there's guys that could be there. But uh, what's your thoughts on us making that? Because Chip brings up a good point. Like these guys are already 
have a, a bigger bag than what Mitchell Robinson is developing to this point in his career right now. Do you, you know, make that gamble and get the big here? Or do you think that we should, you know, focus on some of these other guys like Johnny Davis, Jeremy Sochan? Like, what, what's your thoughts on it, Alex? I don't, like, I like everything that you guys said about Duran and uh, Williams. I think, yes, one, you got to focus on getting a big because that's what Tom Thibodeau looks at, right? He wants a rim yeah. protector. Guys are going to be able to mobile, who's going to have a little bit more of a bag. Like, you look at Joakim Noah when he was playing on the Bulls. He has more of a bag then, especially offensively, than what we've seen from Mitch. Even though Mitch is like a decent lob threat, I get why you'd want to go in that direction. However, we also get are getting, like, inclinations from, like, beat reporters and everybody else that we need some wing help. I mean, I love R.J. Barrett. We got Cam Reddish, and I know people want Cam Reddish as well, too. But Cam Reddish, we're talking about rookie deals, right? Cam Reddish is at the end of his rookie deal. So, and the Knicks have a very short time to make an evaluation. I don't want to go down that road. I, I know I agree with everybody. He should have gotten playing time as soon as he got here. We don't need to discuss that. We don't need to don't put need that to on the table. That. I, yeah. I get it. <sighs> I get it. And I agree 100%. But if you get someone like Benedict Mathurin or if you get Johnny Davis that falls you on a rookie-scale contract, guys that are talented, and we saw what Johnny Davis did with Wisconsin. He was yeah. a big dude on that team. I don't know how you can pass up on somebody like that when you need wing yeah. help next to R.J. Barrett, especially a shot creator like these guys. Like, yes, once again, I get that Cam Reddish can do that. I know Cam Reddish has talent. But if we're talking about rookie-scale contracts, I don't know. You got to think about the wing position, too. You can never have too many wings in this league. Yeah, we got Quentin Grimes. We have R.J. Barrett. Evan Fournier, I see him as more of like a bench guy. Hopefully, he is like a bench guy. I think him coming off the bench, if they move on from Burks, would be a solid position. But I think you got to add another wing there. I think it's still a little too white. And I think we still need another guy who's a little bit more creative, has that length. And so someone like Mathurin, who, who projections are saying that the Knicks could take that spot, maybe Johnny Davis. I think those are another type of guys that you got to think of as well. I'm more, I'm on the wing side. I, I know what we can do defensively. I think you could gap, I think you could patch that position. I look at centers as running backs. You know, shout out to JD, our guy. He says the same thing. I think you could wait on getting, on finding the right center, but you, it's hard to find wing players that you can actually contribute. So I'm looking at offensive talent because we see like this team, even towards the end of the season, they're a pretty solid defensive team. I think you can make shift something by getting it by getting a center through free agency, you know, and having Sims coming off the bench. Yeah. Let's focus on the wings, man. Let's add some more offense. Yeah, and, that, and that's why I saved you for last because I wanted to transition over to that. Um, because I, yeah, I, I there to me, there's no wrong answer at this 11 spot. I feel like you're going to get a talent here if we don't end up trading, but we'll, we'll talk about that here in a little bit. Um, yeah, I, I, I completely agree. I, I'm looking at Johnny Davis, who's projected to go after uh Durant, and I, like we were saying, like if, if Johnny Davis is on the board at 11. Yeah, Mitchell Robinson could be gone, but look, pick up him. Yeah, because we need. Yeah, I didn't think he would be. I, yeah. I, 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 I look at eleven. Like we were all thinking that he was going to be in that top five, top six, top eight, whatever. To for, he if was. he falls down yeah. to there, that would be another blessing. You know, almost to an Ob top and extent. I know you guys are going to talk about Ob top, da da da. But the point is, you know, for Obi to drop to us, regardless of how we used them. That helped us out. You saw how we played in the second half of the season. I think that Johnny Davis can have a same, a similar effect because, like Alex was just saying, like we could use scoring, we could use a, a guy that can create his own shot to, you know, his, uh, you know, talent. We we would love to have something like that because that's hard to find in free agency and stuff like that. If you're not paying top bill, if you're able to draft that yourself and be able to develop that, like that'd be great. And you know, you could talk about the Tom Thibodeau stuff, rah 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 rah. I think as long as you're drafting that talent at that spot, I think that's definitely something to look at. I'm not in, incredibly sold on Jeremy uh, Sochan yet. I, I'm be real. True. I think that I love the energy. I love. I think he would be crazy. He, the energy that that guy would bring to the garden would be insane. I think it'd be a lot of fun. But I'm just not entirely sold at picking him over guys like that we just mentioned, Johnny Davis, Jalen Duran. But um, yeah, if if we're at pos, if we can get Benedict, I don't think he's going to even be at nine is what I'm seeing. I don't think he's going to get there. I think he's going to get swooped up a lot sooner. Um, yeah, I, I, but the Johnny Davis thing, to see him projected at 12 is wild. And if we have him there, I think we should pick him up. Yeah, I, I just said uh, the base because I didn't think Davis was going to be there at 11. These, this draft is so yeah. weird. The, some it's mocks weird. have Davis like at 12 and 13. Some have him in like the top seven. It's, it's his stock has gone all over the place too. There yeah. was a time when he was a top five pick because he was killing it 
And then he was out with like a COVID-related injury for a while or COVID-related illness. And I, I don't know. I, I think if, if he is there at 11, that would be like one of the steals of the draft if they could get him there. I'm just not sure he'll be there. He's, he was so good all year long for Wisconsin. He carried that team. I think people, they, you know, they got bounced early in the tournament. So people might have forgotten that. You know, that's what happens to Wisconsin. They lose early in the tournament. But he was, and they were a one-man team. Their offense stunk. And I think people <laughs> ignore co- what guys do in college sometimes. And it's still like, look at Obi Toppin. guy's National College Player of the Year. That mattered. Like, look at what he's doing now. He was prepared for it. I think Johnny Davis is prepared for a, a load in an offense because he just did it in college. And he was really, really good at it. And he's a really good mid-range player. And we've seen that that's important now. That he can create, like you said, CK, he can create his shot in the mid-range. He can pull up. He can do stuff for other people. Mm-hmm. I think he's, he'd be really good for us and uh, if he falls to our pick. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, guys, Knicks Fan TV presented by Prize Picks. If you haven't already, make sure you subscribe to the channel, hit the notification bell. Do not forget to like this stream so people know we, where we are talking about the events of the lottery that just happened a, uh, not, not too long ago. Um, if you guys didn't already get to see uh, CP's live reaction, make sure you guys go check that out after this stream um, during the lottery. Uh, the man is living it up in an MIA. You know he is. So uh, make sure you guys go check that out after the fact. So uh, you guys want to talk about the, uh, the the fun stuff? You guys want to talk about the uh, the hypotheticals? Because, you know, I'm looking in the chat and it's just the, the, the people are just so sure of the hypothetical of, trading up. Now we talk about this I feel like every single draft. I am a continuous hater of not trading up in the 2020 draft. I will argue this until I am gray and upset. The Knicks should have had LaMelo. I'm going to be on that train for the rest of my life. I don't care what anybody says. But here we are <laughs> in the 2022 NBA uh, draft and you know people are believing uh, that we will most likely move up, that there is a possibility of us trading up. Now, before we talk about, you know, should we, could we, uh, what are your thoughts about, especially in this draft, which is, you know, to me, it's up and down. Some people think it's deep. Some people think that there's there's gems, all kinds of thoughts in this draft. What are your guys' thoughts about even moving up in a draft like this? Do you think we should just stay put at 11 because there's so many possibilities of who can fall? Or do you think that there's just somebody that we should move up uh, and get like the Shaden Sharp, like a King Mur- or Jaden Ivey, one of those guys. Do you think that this is that year that we should be aggressive, give up uh, one of our other assets to move up in this draft? What's your guys' thoughts about trading up in a draft like this? I'm going to start with you, Alex. I think it depends how high you want to move up in the draft. You, you know it's going to cost an arm and a leg to get up into the top four of this draft. That's where they're projecting yeah. to get Jaden Ivey, right? And that yeah. means you're going to be trading multiple assets. Nick's got, I think, 20-some-odd draft picks from here to 2028. Uh, I don't know if they want to do that. If they're trying to wait to package for like the right deal, if Donovan Mitchell is like a realistic idea somewhere down the line, I think they're going to wait to hold off on those assets. But if the right deal comes across and you're looking to add a wing, I wouldn't be too opposed to it. But it depends on like how high you want to go up and how much is it going to cost, right? Or we're talking about getting like, say if you want to get Mathurin, right? And that's the guy that you really want. And they're projecting him to go somewhere between eight and nine. Do you want to move up from 11 to go eight and nine? And it's like, is it a reasonable deal enough to go get them? Like that depends. Do you want to be that aggressive? It's that, if that's the guy you think is going to help this team move around, like move in the right direction and add that impact that it needs, especially on the offensive end, then yeah, go for it. If you think that's that guy, if not, I don't see why you want to waste assets and move up to a position where you're one just giving up assets that you could use somewhere else down the line for another draft or for a player that could be helpful for this team. So I I wouldn't be opposed to it, but I'm fine with where they are right now. I think what what we've, what we've all said right now between the bigs, between some of the guys that are projected to drop, and someone's going to drop. Okay, someone is going to drop in any in in, in any draft. Someone's going to drop. Everyone's projected to go at these positions. Yeah. It happens all the time, right? Patrick Williams to the Chicago Bulls. No, everyone thought that was smoke. Then it was real, and it shook everything up. And the next thing you know, you think Obi Toppin's going to the Cavs, drops to us, and you're like, yeah. wow, college player of the year, dropped to us. Who would have thought? You didn't even need to trade assets to get that guy. So I'm fine with just staying at 11. I think they don't I – don't, I know you didn't bring it up, but trading back is a thing I just – that's a little too much of a risk in the NBA. So if, 
it's either you're going up because you like the guy that you want or staying still. I'm fine with just staying at 11. I don't think they need to trade up. Yeah, Chip? Yeah, I'm kind of with you on that. I think that unless there's a guy who you absolutely think is like a franchise-changing player up there, like is who you absolutely need to get in the top four, like then you go and get him, like whether it's Paolo or Holmgren or or Ivy or something. I think you, CK, I think you nailed it. Like Ivy and Sharp are the guys that they have a chance of go getting. Because if you look at like that top four, Magic, Thunder, Rockets, Kings, none of those teams are trading their picks. Yeah. And the, the Pistons are fifth. I don't think they're trading either. So that's the other thing. Who are you going to trade with anyway? Like the, I just, I think you have to try, but I'm not sure how high up in the draft you can get. Like I'm looking now, like, is it worth trading to maybe to sixth with the Pacers or to eighth with the Pelicans or something? Like you're not going to get Sharp there. You're not going to get Ivy there. But at the same time, like Alex said, every once in a while, someone falls. Yeah, or pretty much every year, someone falls and you get someone. And there's a big difference between being in sixth and 11th. I, I mean, you got to make the call, but you can't give up someone like good because at, at a, a bad team like the Knicks who wants young players is going to be there and is going to want one of your young players. You can't just trade like picks to get up there. So I... I think we were talking earlier about how deep this draft is. I think yeah. you stay at 11, you can still get a good player and not have to give up one of your young players, good players. And I think it's, look, it's, it's kind of boring. It's the safe move. And yeah, you check in and try and move up, but I think it's more likely and safer you stay at 11. Yeah. Yeah, I, that, that's my belief in a draft like this. Is just, just stay put at 11. Uh, and looking up, like you just mentioned, Chip, like, who in the top five is actually going to move that pick? Detroit, yeah. it has a great thing that they're building right now, so definitely stock up on uh, getting more pieces. I think Shane Sharp would be perfect over there. I think maybe there's a world we could probably finesse the Kings because the Kings, but even then, I don't think that's going to happen. But, like, the, the top five is going to stay put. So you then look at it like, okay, is there somebody we really want to steal that at, at the sixth spot? You, you bring up a good point, both of you guys. Someone could drop. Um, but I, I feel like, you know, that top five is what it's going to be just might be shifted around or might stay the same. Um, so yeah, I'm looking at six, seven, you know, is there somebody we really need to jump up for? Maybe I'm looking at Benedict. Other than that, I don't think there's a real need. I don't think that there's a real point of us to, to, to move up. Um, I think we stay put at 11 and I think we're going to get a guy that can, you know, help us out now and somebody that can, you know, make the rotation on the Tom Thibodeau regardless. So I, I, I think we, there's no point in us. In, in the draft like this, in this draft, I don't think there's really a, a point in that. I think, like you mentioned, deep enough that we'll be okay where we're at for sure. Um, just look, saw a super chat by Vaughn. I think I'm saying Vaughn Kwan. I hope I'm saying your name right. He says, Jay, if Jay Ivey falls to five or six, trade the pick with another asset and get him. If he is taken before, then trade the pick to OKC for Trey Mann to play the one. Mann fits the youth timeline, and he's a problem. Yeah, but you're speaking as if, you know, Oklahoma City just ready to throw around their young pieces. I don't, I don't know. It, it takes two to tango, and I'm not sure if OKC How wants to How many picks do you want to give OKC, like too? Yeah, right. <laughs> Right. I, I don't know if they're the ones I want to try and uh, make any kind of moves with, nah. you know, because <laughs> they're going to try and take nah. all of our picks. <laughs> OKC's got 34, this is including first and second rounders, they got 34 oh. draft picks from now till 2028. <laughs> Talk about job wild. security, man. He is. Wild, 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 wild. So, like, what and are you going to, you have to offer them, like, this is where if you want to try to make that type, like, they're not, they're trying to create a, a contender. They're looking mm-hmm. for RJ, maybe Obi, mm-hmm. quickly, someone who they've seen something from on the court. Yeah. Basically, I whoever don't think you they're like. Gonna, yeah. Whoever you yeah. like in the chats, whoever yeah. your favorite Nick is right now, he's going to be gone. Obviously, like I was that's how I say. Go. Sam Preston's <laughs> not asking for Deuce McBride in a trade. Yeah. <laughs> if that's right. what you're thinking, right. he doesn't want Deuce. He doesn't want Grimes. No. He wants one of the big guys. Yeah. Like that's what it's going to be. And, and he doesn't want Randall. Sorry, guys. No. Like he's not going <laughs> to no. want Randall either. The last so don't, guy he wants. He'd rather All have right. Burks or Fournier. <laughs> probably. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So, oh, I got a question for you guys. So let's play the scenario out. All right. So, so the super chat, uh, Vaughn said that if Jay and Ivy dropped, right? Appreciate your $10 too, right? Vaughn. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. Right. He said if he, if he drops, 
move up to trade from. So I'm looking at the Portland Trailblazers, right? And shout out to uh, our guy, Buddha DePonta, because he always talks about trading Julius Randle over to the Trailblazers. What if, what if you have, uh, you have Jay Ivey, crazy, it'd be a massive drop. He falls to seven crazy right now. Crazy drop, yeah. That's crazy yeah. drop. Would you then trade? What are you willing to trade? Are you willing to trade this? Obviously, you have to trade this year's first round. You got to swap with them. Yep. Then, are you also willing to trade next year's Knicks draft pick or Dallas math, math pick or both of them? Are you willing to trade three, two to three draft picks to move up to go get Jay and Ivy at seven? Yes, yep. I am. I think he's going to be that good. I think he's going to be a star, maybe a superstar. So I, I'm willing to do it, but I, I think he's going to be amazing. Yeah, you know, and, and I was just looking at it again too. I think there's a possibility that Keegan Murray also jumps up. I don't know if he goes all the way down to seven. I don't, but in a world, in a world that he does, I, I'm definitely okay uh, moving to Dallas pick. I would be a little reluctant to do both, but yeah, to that point where it's like you know, scare money don't make money. You know, if that if that's the guy that you think that you can, you know, a get rid of Randall's contract. Um, and then also free up that money for next offseason. And then B, also possibly get our guard of the future. Because right now, Jay and Ivy's a combo, but he could possibly play that point guard, uh, especially with play Tom Thibodeau. Play you know, quickly. right, running right next to Quigley. So, yeah, you know what? Yeah, I, 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 would, I would definitely make that gamble. You know, scare money don't make no money. So, yeah, let's yeah. Get it. I, would, I would do it for sure. Mm-hmm. Same. I'd, I'd do it too. I don't know if they'd take Randall, but if, if, if you can get, if I'd have to trade three draft picks to go get Jay and Ivy, drop that. Yeah, I'm moving. I'm moving assets to go do it. I agree with you guys. I like just, 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 I like Randall in Portland. I, I'm not trying to say that as a way, of like, a, like a, you know, like a, a sales pitch. But if I'm looking at it from a Portland perspective, yeah, you can, the things that we don't like about Randall as Knicks fan. If you're looking at at Portland, I, I, I would like Randall. And then on top of that, I'm still getting the 11th pick, so I'm still getting a piece that can add on to the team. I don't think that that's as unrealistic as some may believe. I think that that would be a, a good move both ways for both sides. So um, just want to add that to that. I don't think that's as crazy as it might sound. And I, and I see the chat saying he would not drop. I'm not saying he is dropping in seven, but the super chat no asked way. if he dropped. They yeah. asked if he dropped. So I'm yeah. just saying, and Richard thinking seven, of like teams that you could try to trade. There you go. I think it's more likely sharp drops. And I'm not sure I'd do that trade. Yeah. Him. Yeah. Angie's list is now Angie. And caring for your home is easier than ever. You can still find top local pros, read ratings and reviews, and see quotes at no cost. But now you can also compare upfront prices on hundreds of home services and book one instantly, all from the app. You can even get Angie to handle your project from start to finish. So when you need a different kind of pro to knock it out of the park, leave it to Angie. Get the Angie app or visit Angie.com to get started. When you're hiring, you need Indeed. Indeed is the hiring platform where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites searching for candidates with the right skills, Indeed's a powerful hiring partner that can help you do it all. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it makes hiring all in one place so easy because of things like Indeed Instant Match. With Instant Match, as soon as you sponsor a post, you get a short list of quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description, and you can invite them to apply right away. Start hiring now with the $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Offer good for a limited time. Claim your $75 credit now at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and condition apply. Pay per qualified applicant not available for all users. Need to hire? You need Indeed. That that I'd be a little hesitant to do because he yeah. didn't play this entire season. I like you know uh, we had our guy Jack on here the other the other show and he gave us some inside uh, knowledge on Shaden Sharp and Ty Ty Washington. Guys, make sure to check out that episode. Mm-hmm. But I'm a little hesitant on Shaden Sharp. Like even though I like the talent, I'm a little hesitant because he didn't play and just hearing motor issues. Like I know there's nothing Ugh. truly confirmed on that. That's the worst that is, to hear. Oh, how many times yeah. are we going to get players with motor issues on this damn Knicks team? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But I, I, I am still a little high on Shane Sharp. But yeah, that's the one thing that I have highlighted. It's like, oh, God, but we'll see how that works out. But yeah, no, I hear you on that for sure. But yeah, I mean, look, that's he, hypothetical. I don't think he's going to drop to seven, though. That would be crazy. 
I don't think so either. Yeah. Once so he either. hits the combine sharp, he's going to shoot up. There's no way. Sure. Seven. Yeah. Uh, for the people in chat, I want to introduce you guys to a new sponsor of the show, and that is HelloFresh. America's number one meal kit meets the number one show for the fans by the fans, man. And the new year is a great time to focus on what's important to you, whether it's saving money by ordering less takeout or learning how to cook, prioritizing your wellness. HelloFresh is here to help with the endless options to make cooking at home simple and enjoyable. With HelloFresh, they deliver pre-portioned ingredients right to your doorstep, including farm fresh produce that arrives within a week. So you get convenience without skimping on the quality. Skip the trip to the grocery store, saving you long waits and long lines at the store, man. HelloFresh is definitely a great deal, especially, you know, the pandemic as well. Some people want to stay out of public as much as they can. HelloFresh is definitely a great option for you. I've been rocking with them for a little while now. The food's great. You get recipes with each box of food. You can order, you know, all types of stuff, whether you're a meat eater, vegetable eater, vegan, so on and so forth, seafood. They got a variety of uh, of great quality meals that you can plan for yourself. And like I said, the recipes come in. It's very easy to put together. You guys might not be, you know, Emerald Lagasse's at your crib, but it's very easy. Just follow the directions and, and skill it up, chef it up at the house, man. So HelloFresh is the wave. And for our viewers and our listeners, they're going to hook us up, man. If you go to HelloFresh.com, Enter promo code NYXTV16. You'll qualify for up to 16 free meals and three free gifts. 16 free free meals, three three free gifts. It's a great deal. Like I said, go to HelloFresh.com and enter promo code NYXTV16. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Yeah, I, I see Sharp going to the Kings. I mean, the Kings of all, they've, they've, you know, they've surprised us in the past. But at this point, we shouldn't be surprised. But they can definitely draft another guard because, you know, Kings do what Kings do. But yeah, I, I think Sharp goes up four and then Ivy goes down as low as five. I just do not see him going past. Like, there's a world that, you know, the Pistons might not need him either. And, you know, they can get Keegan Murray and he fits with that Pistons team. I know they just got bag. I don't know, but I just... That'd be crazy if Ivy or Sharp drops down to past seven. I just, but we'll see. Anything can happen. Anything so the Pacers, he's on the board with the Pacers then, Ivy? Uh, I mean, uh, yeah. Why wouldn't you? Because there, there's the, the conversation about moving Brogdon. I know I you was, just that's got. What, that's what I was thinking too. The right. Randall for Brogdon trade. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. But we wouldn't get Ivy, but yeah. Mm. Conversation. See what I'm talking about? Yeah. Oh god, it's gonna be a long season. <laughs> it's gonna be a long season. I didn't. Even, I wasn't even thinking about that. I'm here thinking about trading the picks. But you're right. That like if that but, happened, that opens up that realm right there. Yeah. Mm, mm, mm. Mm-hmm. Angel De, uh, DJ De Jesus, excuse me, said, "I want Daniels or Mathurin. I wanted Giddy last year. I think the Aussie points are proving to be uh, good for generals. Mathurin, I think, is a wing that even Tibbs would start." Yeah, I think he's the guy that would break the rotation for sure in a um, Quentin Grimes type of way, um, where once he gets in, he would stay in. I, I agree with you on that. Um, yeah, Giddy, Giddy was a you know nice one last year. Shout out to the um, Thunder. But yeah, appreciate the $10, Angel. Appreciate you. Um, yeah, <laughs> TM saying bring out the whiteboard. You don't want to see what's on the whiteboard right now. People would get mad at what, <laughs> what I've read on the whiteboard because I got a video coming out. You ain't going to like what's on the whiteboard. Anyway, <laughs> um, but yeah... 
I'm trying to think if there's anything else. I mean, we do have the lower pick. I mean, there's something else we could talk about there if we want to talk about that. For, but I think it's way too soon. I think we are still um, looking at, uh, you know, this 11 pick. Uh, what I do want to talk about are some of these, because we, we talked about how deep the draft is, and I know we're not going to do anything too crazy by making too much of a reach. You know, like if Jalen Duran, Johnny Davis, those kind of guys are there, I don't think we pass up on them. But some of these other names, you know, like Tari Eason, you know, a lot of people are very high on, um, I cannot say dude's last name from Kansas, which I, I can't say his last name. You know, Kendall Brown, the Ty Ty Washingtons, Kennedy Chandlers, like uh, Jaden Hardy, like that's projected at 21. Uh, what are the possibilities that you see? And, and you, you kind of briefly brought it up, Alex. But what are the possibilities that you see the Knicks? <laughs> I don't think it's going to happen, but let's just talk about it. What are the possibilities that you see the Knicks moving back and getting maybe multiple picks or getting something um, that can help us out while also getting another one of these younger pieces that could also help the team out long-term? Do you think the Knicks do something like that this year, or do you think it's just going to be one of those you know, stale, boring drafts, but could be a good boring, but boring where we just stay put at 11? Do you think the Knicks do anything crazy about moving back? I don't think they do anything crazy about moving back. I mean, we've seen it in the last two drafts, right? We saw when they got quickly and they did the trade right. with Thunder, and we saw last season when they did it again to get with actually all of the draft picks. They just traded back, and they picked up a plethora of players. Mm-hmm. Still shocked that they drafted four players from last season. I, I was not expecting that yeah. the Knicks would draft four players, uh, four rookies, nonetheless, with the coach that we have. But Great I don't picks, see, by the way. Yeah. James <laughs> being in the rotation, who he was what, 57, 56? Like, come on, like, come on now. 58, yeah. excuse me. Yeah. And so I don't see them, especially in the lottery, I don't see them trading back. I think right. they're going to stay in the lottery. Like, and we saw that with the, fir- the front office's first year where they drafted Obi Toppin. If anything, they were trying to move up. So I think moving up in the lottery is more of what the Knicks would try to do than try to move back. Okay. I think if they had somewhere in like the 20s again, I could see them moving back and saying, you know what, let's look for value here. Let's collect more assets, something for a trade. But I think since we're here where we are, it doesn't make sense to trade back. And especially since there's such an uneven feel of this draft, I don't see why you want to risk taking a player or especially even a center, right? If you you believe that you can lose Mitchell Robinson, you're talking about Duran and Williams as you guys were, I might as well just choose him and replace Mitch. If you're going to lose him or maybe you do a sign and trade with the Pistons, right? It doesn't make sense to move back. And I don't know. Do you think most of these guys are projects in the later round? You guys are more in tune with, with college basketball than I am. Do you think someone like, you know, a Jaden Hardy from like the G League, you think you think that like, because I know Hardy, you know, his question is shot, right? Like, can he actually be like a consistent shooter? Um you want to move back and take a project like that? I don't think the Knicks are in the the Knicks are. I I just thought that I think they're not in the process of taking another project <laughs> and trying to work. They need some impact players right now. So mm-hmm. looking back, you know, and even right now looking at the boards, they got like Ty Ty Washington going in closer to the twenties. I don't know if that's necessarily the guy that they're trying to pinpoint. Maybe that's somebody if they really like they move back. I'm not really the biggest fan of Ty Ty Washington's game. I'd rather stay where they are and get. Uh, a wing or, or try to go get a center as you guys talked about. So I don't really see them moving back at all. Yeah. Chip, talk to me. What, is there a possibility? Do you think there's a, there's a point of it? I, I don't, but just, you know, the conversation is going to be had on Twitter. So I wanted to yeah. n- <laughs> nip down the bud here. What, what's your thoughts on the, the possibilities yeah. of moving back? Should we or not? I mean, they, they might do it, of course, but I don't think they should. And the guy who, I mean, came into my mind uh, when he said move back, who, I'm not sure how far back he's going to be there is uh, yeah. the kid from Kansas who you mentioned earlier. I think it's Okai Agbaji. I think it's Agbaji. how you pronounce it. Agbaji, yeah. Beautiful and uh, he is, yeah, yeah. He's, he's, uh, he's not a project. He's a senior. You know, he's 22 years old. I think he can slide in and play right away. Yeah. And like right into the rotation, even a Tibbs rotation. He is a guy who took a huge leap this year and got a, a legit shot, shot a legit 40% from three-point range, was the best player on the national championship team. Again, I think I'm, look, I'm one of those idiots who thinks that it matters what guys do in college. Sorry, I, I always believe that. And I think that it matters that he was the best player on the national championship team and that he was their best defensive player and that he was their best shooter. And I don't know, I just liked what I saw from him. I think... Look, I, I think he would. I think he's going to be a, a great. It's cliche to say it, but a great three and D player in the NBA. I really like him. And if again, not sure how long he's going to be there, but if they move down to say the 
don't know, 15, like just out of the lottery, 15, 16 range or something like that. Not right. too far down, but I think he'll still be there and he'd be a good pick for them there. Yeah, no, I, I, I like him too. Uh, definitely the guy can, can shoot the lights off for yeah. sure. Something we would need on this team. Um, I don't know. I've, I've never been a, a big fan, especially when you're in the lottery of trading back. I mean, I understand. I, it, it, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like that we can get somebody uh, solid at 11. I know it's not the sexy move. I know it's not what people are wanting to see. But I think staying at 11, I think there's so many possibilities. Or even if that scenario happens where we have to move up to six, seven, or eight and get a guy that falls down, then that'd be cool. But I, I don't think anything like that happens. I mean, maybe there's some movement with our second round picks where we move up from 42 to the late first or early second, like something like that could definitely happen. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't think we would do anything like that. But yeah, I'm glad you mentioned uh, Jaden Hardy because I'm going to be looking at him. I, I think that he could be that guy that is either going to just be like, ah, well, a lot of talent, but didn't really do it. Or he can be that guy like, oh, he, all these teams missed out on Jaden Hardy and he was a really good piece. <laughs> I feel like he's going to be one of those guys, you know? Um, but yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. Um, I see we got a few super chats. Let me read those while we're on, while we're going on. Jub, jub with $5.499 to be exact. He said, I want the Knicks to draft Coffee Copburn. Kid looked, it looks insane. Could be abysmal take, but trade Mitch for a top four pick and draft coffee. Uh, I don't think it's an abysmal take. I just feel like... Did you say Kofi? Is it from Kofi? Illinois? Yeah, is it Kofi? Kofi? Oh, He's talking about yeah. Kofi from yeah. Illinois? Oh, I, I love him. I got, yeah, I got trash for liking him, too, the second I put out a pick. He's like... People are so low on him. Like, I, I don't get it. I, Late, like, huh? the second round undrafted. Yeah, for some people. I like Kofi a lot. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's, he's on. Slow. He's slow. <laughs> but, <I don't, laughs> yeah. I don't know. Again, guy who he was really good in college, and I, I don't know. I like him. I agree. I think he's going to be good. I don't know if the, I don't know if the Knicks should draft him because I don't know how he's going to fit in there with. They already have Sims there, but I think he's going to be a good pro. Mm-hmm. Uh, so TM, uh, we got our scout TM in the chat. He, he's bringing up a conversation for us, and we we could do this. I don't know if somebody could pull this up, um, either uh, Chip or Alex. But uh, Russell in the chat was saying, um, I know each draft is different, but could we review the 11th pick in the past 10 years? Pretty sure Walt Perrin will find a gem. And that is a very good point because there has been some very uh, solid players that did get drafted at the 11th spot. None on the top of my mind, but if you guys have it, please let it be known, uh, whether it is you, um, Alex or Chip. Actually, while you guys look that up, I'll read this next super chat, and we can talk about that in a second. Um, First Lady of Sports, giving us $10, saying uh, ESPN has Ivy going to the Pistons, Johnny Davis going to the Wizards at 10, and the Knicks choosing Benedict Mathurin. Look, there's so we're going to see every every scenario from now until the draft, where one week we're going to be drafting Jalen Duran, another week we'll be drafting Jeremy Sochan, another week you're probably going to see Jaden Hardy jump up to 11. There's going to be every possibility at us at 11. So basically just if you, for those who pay attention to the draft, pay attention to these players, do your homework because there's a lot of uh, pieces that can be moving around at this spot. Um, so yes, 11th pick. Did we see, did we find anything? What are the past 11th picks? You know? I'm looking. I'm looking at them right now. Well, I'm looking for. I'm looking for some uh, notables. To give me the full years, but Alan yes, Houston. notables. I mean, Alan Houston Alan went Houston. eleven in '93. Clay Thompson. Clay Thompson. My two cents said uh, Clay Thompson. JJ Redick. JJ Redick was eleven. JJ yeah. Redick was in 2006. Oh, okay. 2006. Reggie yep. Miller in 1987. And Alan Houston. Those are the notable ones. Oh, and SGA. Well. SGA just went eleventh. That's right. That's right. Clippers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or we'll trade with the Clippers, but yeah. Um, yeah, so there's, yeah, I mean, look, that's the thing, man, with it's lottery is the lottery. Like you, you're going to get, you could get talent in that lottery, regardless if you're, you know, of course there's the, the, the non ones at the top, but still there's a lot of good pieces from one to 14 for sure. So yeah, I, I'm fine with us staying at 11 and getting whoever we get at 11. I think there's some great options for us there. You know, your, your favorite player got drafted last year at 11, uh, CK. We got book night. <laughs> that has been haunt. It's going to haunt me. I know that we're going to be seeing the highlights uh, before the draft this year. You know, I heard it wrong. All right. Golly. <laughs> oh, my God. And then that man goes on to not play at all. Oh, my. Oh. 
Book Knight, Book Knight, Book Knight. I still love that guy. Um, <laughs> I thought Blue he was going to be good. Another one. I thought Blue he was going to be good. Yeah, I think he still is. I just don't think you know. I don't know what James Rego was doing with that rotation. Is weird. Um, but yeah, Malik Monk is Malik Monk was eleventh. That's true. And the Knicks, we we were all hoping Malik to get him in that draft. Oh, too. Demontis Sabonis, so Monk. Demontis Sabonis was eleventh. Sabonis. That's a dude, wow. Miles Turner. Uh, yeah. So yeah, so uh, get somebody. Doug McDermott. <laughs> <laughs> Dougie Doug McBuckets. <laughs> Doug McDermott's good. Yeah, Michael Carter Williams, Myers Leonard. Uh, I'm just going through some names over the years. Yeah. I'm seeing at the 11th. Uh, let's see. I said Quay Thompson already. Ooh, Cole Aldrich. Cole Aldrich. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> let's not go too far anymore. Let's not go any no, no, further I back. Think we're enough. <laughs> I think we did enough. <laughs> okay, then I won't say the other one that I just saw. Now you have to. Which which one? Alex, if you're, if you're looking, you want me to say it? Yes, I want Jared to Jeffries. Oh. <laughs> Another Nick legend. What <laughs> saying the best screams in the NBA, boy. Yes, Jared Jeffries. Uh, oh my goodness. But yeah, they I mean can like take a charge like no other. Like nobody's <laughs> business, right? Yeah, man. Offensive rebound juggernaut. Uh <laughs> but yeah, uh like there there's just so many possibilities. Like I hope that we can get a name that would be in that that group as well, but we'll see what happens. We'll see, we'll see. But um, yeah. Look, it's, uh, I don't. What else is there to cover? I'm look. There's. I'm all a guy that likes to look at some of these like sleeper picks. Um, you know, you you mentioned uh Kofi uh uh Chip. I, I, one of my favorite players. I'm not saying that the Knicks should go after him or anything like that, but there's always guys that I'm looking at in the draft. And one of my favorites that I really hope pans out and I think is going to be a lot better than what he showed, even though he, I think he had a good season, is Bryce McGowan's. Huge fan of him. I think he's going to be fun. Uh, long term, six seven. Dude can play the point. He's probably going to be more of a two, possibly three in some rotations, but I like Bryce McGowan uh, if he plays a big point. Um, I still think Kennedy Chandler can be fun. Um, you know, the draft is going to be interesting this year. What happens? Do we even keep the 11th pick? Is there going to be that famous Donovan Mitchell trade or any kind of big trade? Let's go with that. Do you guys think that the Knicks even get to the draft and have the 11th pick? Do you think that this... This brain trust of ours is going to end up going after one of these big fish that we always get rumored to uh, go after in the offseason. Do you think that the Knicks end up, you know, using this as collateral? Do you think – what are the possibilities of us trading this 11 pick to get a name, whoever the name may be? We mentioned um, Brogdon. We, we, you know, talked about uh, Donovan Mitchell. Uh, is this the year, guys? Yeah, we, we, you know, we, we tried to believe that we would jump up in the draft – is this the year that we finally make a big uh, blockbuster trade on draft night? Brogdon is possible. <laughs> yeah, Brogdon's possible. Mitchell's Mitchell, no. Yeah, Alex is right on Mitchell, no. <laughs> no. Uh, and I, okay. I wouldn't call Brogdon a blockbuster. Yeah, so. <laughs> right. I would. I, I yeah, yeah. At this point, either. yeah. At this point, either. Um, I look at it as I look at like I don't see us making a trade this offseason. I hope it's not unloading to go get a star either we're still in the early stages yeah. uh, uh of the rebuild even though we had a successful first season with the front office and now a down season it would be too early just to bring in someone like spider just to to do what to unload quickly ob all the draft picks and then who are you building around spider i mean free agency is not like what free agency used to be so and then if you're going to have to trade assets and if you're already unloading assets to get someone like Spider in here, who still has, I think, four more years on his contract because you just started the extension this season, Ooh. that's a lot you got to get up for a guy who you're going to have under contract for so many years. So I, I would hope the Knicks don't do it right now. Keep building. Let the young guys get playing time so they can increase their value. And that way you can then move them without having to move all of them or many of them to get a good player. So... Hope that doesn't happen. I still, I, I think the Knicks are going to, from what we've been getting, especially from the, the message that Leon Rose sent to all the season ticket holders and what the beat reporters got a, got a hold of, they kept talking about the youth. It wasn't about the veterans. They kept talking about the youth. So if they're trying to continuously add through the youth, that's through the draft. And, you know, we got our guy Brock Aller in there who, who's, well, who's watching all the pennies, man. Oh, so Brock. he's probably been like, hey, guys, rookie scale contracts. Let me tell you about them. They're cheap. Right. <laughs> and we can build off they're them. Good. They're right. good. So, yeah. If I'm Brock, I'm pulling. I'm making a whole PowerPoint 
focused around the Memphis Grizzlies and showing everybody in the Knicks front office and like, guys, I know we're New York. I know we're the Knicks, but this, this is what we need to do. And then that's it. That's yep. the whole conversation is going to be because, yeah, I love what the, how the Grizzlies are doing and what the Grizzlies are doing with their organization. They're forced to do it, but it's working. Um, so, yeah, uh, that, that's basically all we have to say. I want to hear from some of you guys before we, um, you know, uh, shut down until, you know, we pay attention to see what else we could possibly draft, who we should be drafting. Uh, I want to hear from you guys. We want to hear from you guys. What are you guys' thoughts about the draft? What are you guys' thoughts about uh, picking at 11? Um, if you guys are um, in the Discord or not, join the Discord, and we'll be taking some of your guys' calls right now uh, so we can hear from you guys how you are feeling about picking at 11. So uh, get in there right now. We'd love to get some of you guys on so we can hear you guys talk before we end the stream. And while you guys are figuring out your ways on, you know, how to get on Discord, adjusting your your glasses on, look, how did this go work? <laughs> we got some bills to pay because you guys know that this show is sponsored by none other than my new favorite app, Prize Picks. And I say that with, with the most, like, I actually made it because Prize Picks has been very good to me all season long. But you guys know, if you haven't known already, you guys need to go and make sure you are checking out Prize Picks Daily Fantasy Sports. It's made super easy. Uh, Prize Pick offers more NBA props than any other. Uh, prop uh, uh, operator any of them it literally does like it keeps adding options too if you guys are betting on the nba tab it keeps adding options from uh before it was just points rebounds or assists now it's all in one now it steals and blocks like it's crazy it's a, a lot of a lot of good stuff over there um you can pick up to five player props that you can win up to 10 times the money that you are betting and that is a very bona fide fact so please go on uh, to prizepicks.com Use that promo code KFTV for a 100% match on your deposit of up to $100. Basically, you put in $100. You have the $100 there that you put in, plus PricePix giving you another $100, meaning that you got $200 to start off with. So PricePix.com, promo code KFTV. And people, I will say it. I shouldn't have to say it because I trust that the Knicks fan TV uh, fan base is a smart one. But please, bet responsibly. Do not go into an addiction of any type when it comes to betting because I was almost there myself. You got to bet responsibly, especially with this app because it's really fun. It's really dope. I have a lot of fun with this. So yes, please bet responsibly. Pricepicks.com, promo code KFTV. Do we have any calls? You guys see any calls um, before we wrap this thing up? Is there anything you guys want to add before we wrap this thing up? We're waiting to see if anybody want to come, come to the Discord. Nick's basketball is finally back, and there's no need to exhaust yourself searching all over the internet to find Nick's tickets anymore. Because TickPick, that's T-I-C-K-P-I-C-K, is the original no-fee ticket site and the only one you'll ever need as your go-to for all NBA tickets. TickPick got rid of all those awful service fees that the other ticket sites charge, which lets them guarantee the best prices on all their NBA tickets. Don't believe it? If you can find better prices on the same seats on another site, TickPick will give you 110% of the difference in the purchase price. So go to TickPick.com slash TV today and use the promo code NICKSTV to save $10 off on your first order. I mean, we could talk a little bit about playoffs uh, since we got that going on. I mean, yes, yes, yes. And why? I mean, you can't tell who I was, you know, really enjoying was the Memphis Grizzlies. Well, what do you guys? Go ahead. No, I've yeah. been. We've been just having some good game sevens. I mean, we had the Celtics, uh, Bucks. We saw Giannis go ham. He had two, he averaged two hundred points, mm-hmm. <laughs> total two hundred points, hundred rebounds, fifty assists in throughout seven uh, seven game series. Yo, Bucks. They just need Drew. They need they not Chris Milton. What I'm talking about. They need Chris Milton and the role players just to show up. But Giannis did his thing. I but bigger shocker was Phoenix just crumbling oh. like they did in game seven. Seven like Ooh. whoa. Ooh, yeah. Uh, Chip, I, I there's CP3's this, your guy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, talk, yeah. please talk to us about that, bro. He he still is my guy. I love I love Chris Paul. That was it's hard to defend that performance though. Like yeah. it's or impossible to defend it. I I mean, one of the worst performances I've ever seen. They were they were amazing all year long, and they come out like that. It was impossible to believe that that was happening. I know everybody kills Chris Paul. That's what that's what happens to Chris Paul in the playoffs. And that the fact that the injury thing came out after the the game, like they tweeted out, Chris Paul's been hurt all playoffs. Yeah, obviously he's been hurt all playoffs. I thought that was pretty lame. They put that out, but yeah, I, God, I mean, they just got 
dominated by the best player on the court, just crushed them. And yeah, it, it was brutal to watch. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Chris, Chris Ball is my guy. And it was, uh, yeah, uh, I mean, it's worse watching Patrick Beverly just go dance on his grave like that. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, bro, bro, my man. ESPN gave him a free ticket to do it. That's insane. Oh, man. Crazy. But yeah, I, yeah, I got to give props to Luka Doncic and Jason Tatum. I know Jason Tatum plays for that Celtics team that we do not like to talk about. That whole series that we're going to have to be forced to watch, Celtics and Heat. Although, talent-wise, it'll be fun. But as Knicks fans watching those two teams go to yours, like, oh, God. Brutal. But um, you got you to gotta give them props, though. I mean, Jason Tatum, the, the, the players that he has gone through to get to where he's at right now, and then potentially if they win this round against the best team in the East, to then go play... The other guy, Luka Doncic, possibly, who's been doing a similar thing over on the other side, or, you know, the Golden State Warriors, like, that that that, that could be one of the craziest runs that we've seen in a long time in the NBA um, for a young... I mean, obviously, it's not just him, but the way he's been playing, the level he's been playing in, like, I, I gotta give him props. Like, I'm, I'm, I was one of them that I believe that Jason Tatum is a solid player, but I never put him in that 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 top that top tier talk, and uh, yeah, that definitely changed after this playoff run, so I gotta give them props. And Luka Doncic, bro... I mean, literally, this is, uh, uh, if you look at this Dallas Mavericks team, it's like a homage to the early 2000s in a sense where it is one star and then a bunch of every, a bunch of others. You know what I mean? Like, there's, it's just Luka. Like, shout out to our guy, our future Nick, Jalen Brunson, but, like, it's just Luka <laughs> over there. And he's out there, you know, carrying the weight against some of these, you know, some battles, like the, the, the Phoenix Suns. You know what I mean? So, uh, yeah, it's just crazy. It's been really fun to watch. I, I love the uncertainty and not knowing who's going to win. That's why I've been enjoying the Thank most you. about the playoffs. Yeah, exactly. There's Thank actual you. parody in the NBA for once. Crazy, Thank right? For saying what that. a concept. What a concept. It's not, it's not, it's not you know, uh, Warriors, Cavs that right. we had to sit through for so many seasons in a row. Now we actually don't even know what's going to happen. And that's a lot of fun. And to, to, to your point, like CK, like Tatum, like he had to go through KD, right? And Kyrie. And now he just went through Giannis. Giannis, uh, who did everything you just mentioned, those stats you just mentioned. Bro, that's why, like, I'm going to hate it. I think this is going to be another seven-game series. I think Boston's going to be the one that we're going to have to watch. Either way, it's going to be brutal for Knicks fans. Like, let's just call it what it is. It doesn't – someone's got to win, man. Someone's got to win. There's not going to be a meteor landing on any of these arenas, all right, (laughs) (laughs) to to, to watch this all the way for Knicks fans. But I think that's the case. And then – Mavs like, yo, Luca's doing some LeBron type stuff, man. When like when LeBron was on the Cavs and he had to go all the way and face the Spurs, it's it's Luca and you know he's mm-hmm. getting some solid play out of Dinwiddie. He's getting solid play out of Brunson. You see, we're we're seeing uh, Bullock getting some some shine there. We're seeing Bertans getting some shine there. Uh, Maxi Kleber, all these dudes. It's been a good series, man. This should be these conference finals, as you guys talked about. Like we we don't know, right? It's it's we don't know who could be the winner. Anyone could be the winner at this point because Golden State hasn't really looked up to snuff. Like it hasn't looked true Warriors fashion. Steph's been old, has been struggling a little bit to shoot. Clay hasn't been the defensive guy that we've used to we're used to seeing. So it legitimately can go any way for either one of these series. I'm looking forward to it, man. Looking forward yeah. to it. Yeah. Yep. 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 Well, with that being said, um, I think we've we've talked enough about the lottery. Now, everybody, do your damn homework. Look at the players that you want to see the next draft. Uh, we could talk about it. We're going to be having plenty of shows here. Um, so we will we, we'll definitely be breaking down every single one of these players. Because, like Chip said earlier, like there's there's a lot of options. Uh, so many possibilities can happen from players dropping to, uh, all, to these combines and players moving up and down. It's going to be a crazy, crazy um, offseason uh, leading up to the draft. So do your homework, y'all. Uh, we're at 11. It's it's set. There ain't no moving up nothing. We're at 11. So we'll see what comes of it, trades, whatnot. But I thought it was a fun show, y'all. I uh, appreciate the time with, uh, you know, Chip. Alex, you guys got any final words before we uh, wrap this thing up? Welcome back, CK, and welcome back, Chip. <laughs> In a minute, both you <laughs> in a minute, bro. <laughs> Welcome back. Uh, glad you could uh, could join me today and, and talk about the lottery. Uh, haven't seen you guys in quite a while. Uh, Chip, you've been contributing. <laughs> yeah. CK, uh, love the hair, man. It's been great. Looks great. <laughs> this is the last time. Seen <laughs> <laughs> but if anything, shout out to all the mods. Shout out to Next Nation. Shout out to everyone who just tuned in. Like we really truly appreciate all of you. Go make sure to check out KnicksFanTV.com. Check out all the writers. We got our guy, uh, Jeffrey Campbell, breaking it down. Draft. We got Chip, who's contributing as well. You know, I'm going to be throwing some stuff up there as well. We got a whole bunch of contributors. Make sure to go check that out. 
Make sure to stay tuned to Knicks Fan TV for all the upcoming draft content. You know, CP is going to be grinding and get, making sure that we're all aware of who, who, who's, who's out there for us at 11. All right. We're, we're maybe even 48, right? Uh, 42, right. 42. Let me, let me correct myself. 42, because we got the 42nd pick as well. So maybe CP is going to help us with that knowledge as well. So make sure to stick tuned to this channel. But once again, salute to all the mods, salute to Knicks Nation. You know, thank you everyone for tuning in. Chip, any last words? Or, or... I wanted to plug more than anything is how yeah. we're killing it over at Knicks Fan TV. And sure. uh, I wanted to, more than anything, I wanted to plug what Alex just did about Emmanuel quickly. Yeah, his uh, article about how Emmanuel quickly should be the next point guard of the Knicks. And I wanted to plug uh, something I got coming for uh, Knicks Fan TV too. Uh, I got a blog about uh, Tyus Jones coming soon. So if you're a, a Tyus Jones fan, yeah, uh, you're gonna like that one. Oh, I'm Mark. That's me. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's I don't know. It's it's a good one, I think. So hopefully, you like that one. If you're a Tyus Jones guy, you'll like this one. That's I'm coming. Excited. All right, yeah. Cool. All right, then, y'all. Y'all be blessed. Have a good one. We'll see you in the next one. We're out of here. Subscribe, like, notification bell. We'll see you on the next one. We out of here.